y'all for tuning in to another episode of A Name Tag is Necessary. I'm your host, Name Tag Alexander. Uh, y'all locked in to one of the long overdue episodes. We got fam on here. He's supposed oh, to be no. on when the podcast was <laughs> podcast. So we basically uh, just reached out to him at the last minute. Like, what you got going on, cuz? He's like, I'm, I'm free. So like, all right, we'll, we'll tap in a little bit around like 745. But we got the fam, Ock, on here. And, What's up? What's up? See, man, the thing is, I don't think people understand, man. They hear me speak about you, like, here and there. Oh, word? You know, in, in between. Uh, like I, I've mentioned it a few times on the podcast. I've, uh, <laughs> man, man, I mentioned you on the song, uh, The Victor, the joint that I just put out. Word, word, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> man. So, uh, what I say, uh, uh, something made my interest in this industry with Curtis and I. So hey, who did that beat? Uh, Beethoven. Beethoven. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Sir. Yeah, yeah. That's what yep. I thought. Yep. So yeah, man, it was long overdue, but people don't understand. We gonna we gonna get into it in a minute. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they only give us an hour on here for people that's tuning in. It's only an hour, but for the audio, it might extend. But so, man, I'm gonna just get into these questions, man. For the most, okay. but before we get into the questions, just give them a brief brief history on who you are, man. What's what's going on with you? Uh, shit, I'm Ock, man. Uh, I'm a fan of this shit. I've been around since day one. Yeah. And uh, I'm the goat, man. It's like it's like everybody to go to what they do, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it, it it took me a long time to realize it doesn't matter if you putting out albums and all that shit. You got to be comfortable in your own skin yeah. and your craft. True indeed. And nobody has, for the niggas that know me, nobody has done what I've done and achieved what I've achieved without having a face attached with it. If yeah. that makes sense, you know what no, I'm saying? I so, definitely get it. Yeah, so I'm proud of the accomplishments I made with not being because I'm a I'm an introvert, so I don't really go out and push myself like I should. But with the accomplishments I've made being that way, I'm comfortable with that. But you got, I mean, but people familiar with you not because of because of the Chef Tony man. Tell them about that. What was going on with that? I mean, I know obviously uh, the team kind of came through and fuck me all up. Things, so like, man, you know, <laughs> fuck me all up, bro. It's coming back, man. It's coming back because you was you was moving with that. You was moving. Yeah, with that. I was. I, you know what it was? Um, it's funny you say that because um, I'm watching this show called The Shot. Okay. And the dude on there got a food truck and all yeah. hella inspirational. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I kind of was like him in that show. I was cooking. And I seen that what they're doing is no different than, uh, excuse me for kind of getting off, but it's the same thing. It's just like hustling. It's just like hustling, the food game. Okay. You getting this shit wholesale, and the cooks or the chefs in the restaurant, you're the middleman. You're selling it for someone else. Right. So you looking at like, damn, they making 5000 a night. Damn, you know what I'm saying? All of this shit. But they got to keep lights on. They got to play employees exactly. and all of these things. So in my mind, I'm like, if I can get the same connect, I could do this myself. And all of that yeah. profit goes to me. Exactly. So it was it was that simple. It was just a matter of getting older and realizing I can't be a worker for the rest of my life. That's real. I got to have something to fall back on. So it, it was a no-brainer for me as far as the food that's, shit. It that's was another real. trade. That's real. And I don't, I don't sound crazy. I don't sound like too far away. I'm, I'm close enough. Oh, bro, you you right in my ear. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> I'm just making sure, man, because I know this is, like I said, this sure. is territory. Um, We're going to get into these questions, man. It's, it's like my, my icebreaker version the, that I do here on the podcast, man. So one thing that I, I like to ask as one of the questions is, let's say you get a record label, right? Uh-huh. And you got millions of dollars in the budget to play with. What five artists do you have on your roster that you start out with? What five artists 
it, it don't it don't have to be all hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It it could be a mixture of both. Uh, who just joined? Okay. I go Leaf. What up, Leaf? What, what up, Leaf? It could be a mixture That's of bad. both. You know what I'm saying? So, so what what I'm saying is if you got you got five artists that you could work with, right? Right. So, if you were to do that, what five artists do you pick, and what three producers do you work with? Do they got to be industry industry people? Nah. No. Oh, okay. Most most people get most people hear that and they be like, all right, you know, and they immediately think because, like I say, it's millions of dollars that you're working with. So right, you kinda, right. You got money to play around with. You know what mm. I'm saying? So five artists and three producers. Well, first of all, without being biased, um, you always gonna fuck with the people that's been there since day one. Work. You know what I'm saying? So you already know I'm gonna say Black Milk. That's yeah. in house. You. That's yeah. in house. Um, Appreciate. It. But cats that are beyond that, that within the last, I say, five years that made an impression on me, this is gonna sound crazy. But Earl Sweatshirt is one. I, I got mad love for Earl Sweatshirt. Okay. Uh, Doom, I'm, that's one of my favorite rappers. And so, um, now remember, it's three producers, so you got Black. See, because he. I'm, I'm getting into. I'm getting into that. I'm getting okay. into that. Okay. Because he's not gonna be in my producer list. Ah, you know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. You know, but far as artists, because I know as far as Black. If me and him was to work together, it's going to be some production and some artist shit yeah. going. It's going to be a little bit of mix. So that's why I chose him as an artist. Okay. Um. So I left off at Doom. My last one would be Westside Gun. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? For real. Like, I and fucked I, with I that know cat. Why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For real. A lot of people producers, say him when I, when I throw this question out there. Yeah. Producers is going to be Black. That's a no-brainer. Black Beethoven, Mad Lib, and my homie Doc. You know what I'm saying? I would say Ross G. Rest in peace, Ross G. But uh, Doc is the one that put me on the Ross G. Like, Doc, a lot of people don't know Doc. Doc is from Detroit. He's in Cali right now. But, right, man, Doc, one of the producers that are far beyond, like, what cats hear in their sound. And yeah. I feel like his beats would be perfect for whatever I was trying to do and an artist I would be bringing into that roster, Word. you know? Word. Okay. Okay. What up, Cliff? What's going on, man? Cliff, that's Enjoy another fam right there. That's fam. Cliff, no. All right, so okay, tough roster, man. Strong roster. Like I say, I always put it out there. You got millions in the budget, so that goes into like whatever from. And the crazy marketing. thing, we wouldn't even be spending all the, exactly. We wouldn't Everybody be spending kinda, all the money on because exactly. the resources we got already already there. So yeah. it would be with marketing and and pushing the shit more so than spending the money on the producers and all of that, because yeah. we would already be a functioning team. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Besides the West Side Gun and all of them niggas. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. Everybody <laughs> kind of like a total package. So now exactly. This is one of my favorite questions because a, a classic album that's like is really about like how you you immediately think classic album you start thinking about what time what what era this was what what was going on during that time like mm. how you were during it or like how how this this music affected you you know what I'm saying like music. To me, a classic is memories connected to that. Like a lot of the music Most now definitely. is like, it is weird because with how easily accessible the music is now, it's almost like memories ain't attached to it. So, mm, damn, my question that's sharp. For you, my question for you would be, what are your three classic? Let me make sure. I, yeah, okay, I, I gotta make sure it's the right one. Yeah. So, what would be your three classic go-to albums, any genre? Um, this is gonna be totally off the radar. My number one is an album called Evil Doers. And that was an album that never seen the light of the day. Um, okay. Me, Doc Kim, and one of my brothers named Damien. Okay. The reason why that's my number one, 
that was one of the most influential albums that I've heard because I'm a fan of both of those dudes, right. but also being a part of it. It you ever made an album or or wrote a song that predicted your life? Damn, kind no. of like you, bro. <laughs> that's what the, that's what that album did. A lot okay. of shit we was saying on there. We was freestyling. We was we was just smoking blunts, doing shit. Word. And it opened up some doors that we didn't even know what it was going to open up. I don't even know if Doc would be in L.A. doing what he's doing if we didn't do that album. I don't think. Album. Yeah, man, we 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 grew from that shit. That's we grew it. as people. We grew as spiritual beings. Batin was a part of that shit. Batin used Leaf was there. We Word. we we were, we was a collective. Batin brought us all together, low key. I know Doc him since I was five years old. But yeah, that's number one. Number two is um. Love Supreme John Coltrane, because I'm a jazz head at heart. Okay. And uh, number three would be Chick Corea, Return to Forever. So much was going on in times of my life, and those albums, like, they get me through. Well, those last two got me through a lot of shit. All right, so let me think. So now, now this is the hardest one. This is the hardest one, because... It's not hard for me. I, 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 when you ask the, the question, you talking about the eight songs? Yeah, see, that's not hard at all. I gotta sing these in advance because it's okay. So, if we let's say if you had to come up with a playlist, right? Eight yeah. songs, any genre again, any genre. I never just restricted to hip hop, but any genre, you got to come up with eight songs that you are only able to rock for the next six months. What eight joints you going with? Okay, because um, I, I do shit like that. Okay. Sometimes, like, if it's a really dope song, I'll be listening to that shit, if I can. Because some shit, you'd be like, you know, after a while, yeah. you'd be like, I can't even listen to it. But for the last, I'll say six months, or whenever this shit came out. But number one, you're going to laugh, or probably not. Kanye West, Father, I Stretch My Hands. That's that shit really was incredible. Incredible. That sample, man, is ridiculous. The yeah. sample, and you know what got me? Fucking Kid Cudi Hook, bro. Oh, yeah, you yeah, killed yeah, that yeah. shit. It's you simple. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes yeah. the simple shit be, it, it speaks volumes. The most effective. Um, number two would be most deaf, modern Marvel. Okay. Uh, what's number three? Freddie Gibbs, Crime Pace. Man. Uh, four. Four. Rock Marcy, uh, God Loves You. Okay. Uh, Bilal, Levels. It was a track produced by Flying Lotus. Oh, man, Flying Lotus, man. Nick, man, sleeper. <laughs> I was gonna mention him as a producer, but it's like I know so many I'm, cats. I'm and it's like, you didn't. I'm shocked you man, didn't. Man, I dog. It's so many producers I left out. Like, man, I had. I'm freestyling and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, number six, Pharrell Sanders, a song called Colors. Okay. And um, the Delphonics, I'll always love my mama. That shit bring tears to my eyes, bro. I love man. that joint. Um, and number eight is War. Um, don't let nobody get you down. Okay. Shout out to Ty Ferris and Jay Johnson. Both of y'all just joined. What's going on, my people? Peace, my people. peace, y'all. You're going to hit the wave on that. Yeah, man. So, all right. Now, you being you being of the you being from the industry pretty much because obviously you were like, and we're going to get, but see, I knew you was going to make that face, but see, I say it because, <laughs> man, you you like a, a, a significant glue. Like, I was just talking to Beethoven a couple weeks back, and I was saying, like, him and you and Sleep are all significant as to why like black don't black milk doing what he doing and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So Word that's up. why I say sometimes at the end of the day, y'all, whether y'all like it or not, y'all still like of the industry, you know what I'm saying? 
For sure. I'm, I'm saying as far as being like that, that y'all was like, y'all threw us the alley-oop for the most part. Oh, that's or real I can shit. Say, I could say you threw black the alley-oop, and then he, you know, coming down the court again, he throw one to me. You know what I'm saying? That's for how sure. I always look at it. And then and my, like, and my that that yeah, I had a short run for a minute too. Yeah, exactly, man. And now he he still be recording. He just don't be oh, dropping. Really? Yeah, you, he heavy into the haircut now. Yeah, to the haircut, and you just be like, he ain't, he ain't fucking with it as far as I kick it with him in black almost every week, bro. But then, but then, as far as like Beethoven, Beethoven is like to me the coach. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's very facts. instrumental because I go, I look at his history as far back as it go with him being involved in music. Like, like, damn, man, like he, I'm like, so y'all being influenced by him, then me being his brother, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit crazy, yeah. man. But I would want to think, like, my question to you would be like, what seeing how the industry is now, like what would your <laughs> contribution be to help improve like just the business mm. side of music? Now that question I pondered upon when I when I read it. Uh -huh. Um the best thing I could say about that, and this is kind of how I see myself now, because um I remember listening to Griselda before it was like a thing, thing. yeah yeah and i remember wondering what's cats gonna take to their beats because i remember when i was doing loops and the same kind of beats niggas was calling yep. them oh like them dated beats and all of that man and they found them they found now. a way to resurrect that shit yep and i would say my contribution would be expanding the vision of what it means to be an artist okay you don't just have to um, a lot of people limit themselves when it comes to this music shit. Yeah. And we got to remember, this is a culture. That means yeah. from how you dress, you being yourself is influential in this shit. Yep. You know, you don't have to speak nobody else slang. You don't have to dress like nobody. Um, all you have to do is be yourself and bet on yourself. Believe in yourself. Yeah. You're going to be influential in this shit, whether you're a rapper or whatever, because there's a lot of rappers out here that have an image of someone that we don't know. Yep. You know what I mean when I say that? No, absolutely. Right. So everyone patterns themselves after someone. And there is somebody in the neighborhood or in another city that is the man, but he never got that shot. Yeah. And nah, somebody absolutely. took, yeah, somebody took that. And rem I mean, case in point, 50 Cent. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, huge he, example. Yeah, that's a big example of 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 someone he he looking at somebody and say, "Yo, I'm I'm 50 Cent," but everybody in the hood knew who the real 50 Cent was. Yeah. So, for me, I try to influence health. I try to influence thinking. Yep. I try to influence um all of the the things that were a core part of hip hop in the beginning. I try to embed that into how I live this culture every man, day. Y'all was early on that too, though. Like I'm talking, man. For some reason, y'all always seen because me and you, like age wise, we ain't that far apart. Nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what's about like a maybe six, seven year difference, if that. Yeah. So like when I when y'all was like maybe like 13, 14, y'all seemed so much older than me, dog. Because remember, I used to be around, like just tagging along. Like when yeah. I told people, like, yeah, I used to be at the hip hop shop. People be looking at me like, how old are you? Like, nigga, how? I mean, my cousins and then was going like, and that dog, that walk used to seem far as hell, and it really was. It was, it was far. Like it was like bro. it was a mile. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. like a mile. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> was like an eight. But miles you know the crazy the shit. You had to cross through. You had to cross through the hood to get up to seven mile. Yeah. Yep. We was passing through gang territory. Yeah, see. You and know, and that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> and we was so, no we was so hip hop <laughs> that we didn't even give a fuck about that. And yeah. that goes back to what I'm saying about you being yourself. It's like, you, we had a determined idea. Like, I want to go see this shit. Yeah. 
But along the way, who knows what kind of perils we could have ran into. Exactly. See, the crazy shit is my mom ain't know what was going on. God rest her soul. But like, she ain't know what was going on. It's like, I'm going with with Rock at the time. And I'm just walking. Like, sometimes y'all ain't want me to go. I just, I'm here now. Like, I'm 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 here. Like, I'm I'm rolling. And that was was all because we knew, like, I was just talking to Black about this. We knew y'all didn't smoke. Y'all didn't do certain things. And and you love your peoples. You don't want to. You don't want to have them around certain shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though we was going to rap and all of that along the way, mm-hmm. man, we were smoking them beaties. Yeah, exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? We was doing shit that, first of all, you might go tell your mom or some shit. We ain't know what the yeah, fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, the like, thing is, I, never, I think my mom knew. I think she was like, yeah, I know they smoke. <laughs> you know, she oh, was like, damn. In Maryland, see? they smoke too. They ain't slick. I know they smoke. Yeah, yeah. We, we we thought we was being low-key with this shit. I used shit, to lie. I'm like, no, they smoke something called like bees and... Uh, and I, Tony, he always had these them ginseng sticks. Like, what was the mirror the ginseng? Yeah, them, them licorice yeah. roots. Yeah, that's licorice crazy, roots. man. Yeah, we've been on that shit. It, it's crazy, but it, it's a core part of who I am and who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot, a lot of. Pe- uh, I was telling this cat the other day. All right, before we continue, this is for all the independent music artists across the board. That's from the songwriters, the producers, the publishers, on down to the recording artists. I need y'all to tap in. This will be real quick. If you plan on continuing to pursue or start pursuing a career in music, if you haven't done so already, you definitely need to get familiar with the inner workings of the business handled outside of the creative process. A lack of knowledge on the administrative end, that can lead to you being lost out here in the oversaturated music industry. But you can avoid being lost by tapping into getting the necessary resources brought to you by the College of Hip Hop. They have artist ownership tools to help you navigate the music business. Now there's two artist ownership bundles. The artist ownership bundle one, it includes four video lessons to assist the artists in owning the rights to their musical works, along with a PDF to visit the website locations taught in the lessons that include basic copyrights, publishing, and encoding. Now artist ownership bundle two, it includes three video lessons that assist the artists in owning the rights to their musical works along with the resource guide to visit the website locations taught in those lessons that include the articles of incorporation, ISRC encoding, and basic trademark. You can access both bundles by clicking on the links I've included in the description of this episode. Now let's continue with the show. The the thing about hip hop, and this goes around to New York, Chicago, and places like this, uh-huh. the cats that paved the way for cats to be able to do what they do now, man, we had to go through some shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had to fight niggas. Um, and then along with with what your uh for lack of a better way of explaining it, whatever your street life was, mm-hmm. it entailed it, 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 yeah. it intertwined with that shit. So a lot of times a dude might be ill on a mic and you respect him as an MC, but you don't like that nigga in real life. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Or his affiliates. Or his affiliates. Yeah, I didn't either. Until a prime example, I said this shit in the song. Fat Joe came through and bumped. Um, you remember Big Go? I remember, Big Go. I, I remember yeah. hearing about that story. Like we was about to smash that nigga. Yeah, no, he bumped. He that. bumped Big Go. It was Go. Okay. We was about to smash that nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's like give a fuck who you are. That's crazy. That's this all this shit. Time we had what the the, the Flojo single was was <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he he was he was still getting on. He was he was like in K around KRS a lot. But it's crazy because I, I watch his podcast sometimes on Revolt, and he talks about those times. Like, he knew when he was in different territory. Like, he always talked about mm-hmm. when he was in Cali at, uh, I don't think it was Lyricist Lounge, but he used to go to, like, the the, uh, the Cypher joint in Cali that they would have, and, like, niggas was booing him. 
Yeah, he was about to get poked that day. That's crazy, man. I was about to stab that nigga. That's wild, man. I remember looking at his neck and seeing that he had a big cut on his motherfucking neck. I was like, oh, somebody, this nigga must have already been through some shit. You he know speaks saying? about that sometimes, about how he was, you know, carrying his own back then. And how yeah, he was an like, asshole, bro. He said it. He, he spoke about that. I was like, Black thought, crazy. asshole. It was a lot of niggas that came through Detroit and felt like we owed them something. That's weird. Or it, like, that was the energy they gave off. And, and then when they left this bitch, they took something with them from the D. And because they, they cities got more attention, yeah. niggas thought that they originated that. But niggas from Detroit already knew, like, dog, y'all niggas coming to the hip-hop shop biting. So so just to kind of, like, transition into that, man, because like I, like I was saying, like, you were a vital part of, like, my history and, and, just, and just black history alone. But for me, it start with black. So, like... For people, you know, tuning in, like, what's your connection? Obviously, we, we blood, but, like, what's your connection yeah. to, like, black just getting that, you know, being that launch pad in, in, in a sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, just if you could briefly recap that story of how that came about. Uh, I can't because I, I just was telling, I gave him Miss Roses the other day. Black, number one, he has grown tremendously, bro. Man, hell yeah. Like, the wisdom that he kicked, just talking to him as a person, man, he's grown a lot. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I noticed about Black back then, every time we would record, you can attest to this, me and Z would be mm -hmm. stepping out, smoking blunts and shit. Black was focused. Stay behind that, that Black stayed behind that bitch. Whatever money he got, he saved up his money and would Man, be at Guitar dog. Center. His discipline That's, was impeccable, listen, bro. We talking about he might have been like 16, 17. 16. I was yep. spending the night. And like if we would get food, you know, we'd get carry out or whatever. Like y'all you know, want coney, y'all want coney, y'all want pizza, and he wouldn't order nothing. Nothing. It there might be something like like some fries. He like I gotta save, I gotta save. Man, you know back and, then, remember this shit right here? When he get that? When he start yeah, doing this shit? Yeah. Man, you know that's what you do. Like me thinking back then, like you know, being younger, not having a job, I'm like, damn, an NPC that that seemed like that costs a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really, yeah. like, saved up for it. Oh, that was crazy. During that time, it was, like, just that discipline being a teenager. You know what I'm saying? Saving up that bread. So You know what I, what, what sticks out the most to me is uh, I remember when that nigga used to rap, like, cannabis, right? Remember that yeah. shit? He was, he was hella into cannabis. Yes. He thought, couldn't nobody fuck with cannabis? Yeah. But I remember taking some Slum Village tapes over there. You know, he, he had his next-door neighbor, man, that would put him up on hip-hop shit. Yeah. But uh, when I brought him to Detroit shit, I remember, it, man, he lost his mind over those beats. Can yeah, you hear me? Man. It sounded like yeah, some no, shit went out. No, you good. It was, it was probably like connection-wise. I can still hear you, though. Okay. okay. But yeah, um, I remember bringing Tarak to his crib. I remember that. I remember uh, him meeting uh, a lot of cats. And then I look at how he just, no disrespect to none of them, but how he just shot past niggas. Yeah. When we came from that tour and they was hearing Black Milk beats on that, it, I remember it was two tapes I was playing. I was playing Mad Lib beats and I was playing Black Milk beats. And I remember Dez being like, who is that? I was like, that's my cuz. Later on, we come home, that nigga made that Dirty like District. summertime. Yeah, yep, that nigga made Dirty, not See, Dirty District, I'm sorry, Trinity. He made yeah, the, it. was a Trinity. Well, he, it was Trinity album first, if I'm not mistaken. Trinity album was first. But the, before then, they had to make the Dirty District compilation come out uh -uh, first. That came after. That came after. Nah, you sure? I'm almost positive, bro. That was, we, 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 that was when they that was when they cut, uh, we did Real Life, 
And okay. then after that, they wanted to offer us a deal. And Word. then we did that song, that. Synergy. Yeah. And remember yeah. RJ was like, what is that? Some yeah. kind of drink or something? <laughs> he, cut, he cut us and pulled black for production. And they, they formed Damn. BR Gunner after that. Now that you're saying it, it's coming. Okay, it's making a Yeah, whole they formed BR Gunner right that. after that. And that's when black started doing that. And then he left and it was over for after that. It Man, was a it's, it's almost like that need just the perfect timing of everything. That shit needed to happen. Like, and I was talking to um, I was just talking to my bro, uh, like I said, a couple weeks back. And I, and I, I now for some reason you bring now I remember that because I I remember how the, the CD looked and everything. I had it, it had the uh, yeah, it was called Energy. That's what it was. Energy. Oh, Energy. Yeah, uh, Energy. Energy. RJ called it synergy. That's what it was. Yeah, he got what it synergy. Yeah. Some kind of drink. It had that. It had the joint with the James Brown flip, and um, damn, it was one other joiner. I wasn't on there. I was salty. I wasn't on yeah. there. Like y'all niggas ain't letting yeah. me on. But that was because I think Black was just like, no, you need to focus on school. He's always be like, no, you can rhyme. Well, what up, Jones? I see Jones just joined, and he would like he would be like, um, you focus on school. Cause I know he'd be like, Auntie Vine ain't gonna let you like, you know, be up late in the studio or whatever. But I took that, not being salty about it then, cause it made sense what he was saying. Like, okay, yeah, finish school or whatever. So I ended up doing that, made my own crew. And then I just was, I started practicing. Oh, you pinning. show did. Yeah. You show did, bro. I remember yep. your boys. Yeah, I, I started pinning. And because, and be, I was, I, I took it when he said like, no, nah, I just finished school. I'm like, man, they must think I'm whack. <laughs> or some shit. So no, like, it wasn't that. But, you were still trying to find yourself in it. You but know it was, what I'm saying? It was weird because I like maybe it's because they older. You know what I'm saying? I like maybe that's what it is. They don't want to let me in because I just felt like the I felt like the little bro. But it was cool because it needed to happen. It made me better. You, you know, know what? what when I reflect on it, the shit I know from from a personal standpoint, the shit was planned. Uh, from that tour, when, when Batin took us on the tour, I knew exactly what I was doing. Um, I remember Black pressed up. You remember too, because you was mm -hmm. there when he made us a beat CD. Yeah, we knew it, we knew exactly what we was gonna do. We was just back at the crib. That was during the summer. Yeah, time. we out of school. We just posted. We yeah. had, I think he was out by then. He had just because, like I say, that was uh, when y'all went on a uh, tour with them. Let's see, if I was in ninth or what, I was a freshman. The cast at the time, I think Milk. That was two thousand one. Yeah, so he had already. He was already done. He had just finished. So. Yep. We summer, we waiting. We like, damn man, we thought that we like, man, I can them, I can see they going on tour. They was slum, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, man, we was with slum. We was with Fife Dog. And this, we was with uh, man, you yeah, name Fife it. Oh, tour. fucking Cali agents, uh, Planet Asia, remember, fucking yeah. Roscoe, nigga. I met some of everybody. I even met fucking Tech Nine out there. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And but that's what I'm trying to tell you. I took that opportunity to keep promoting cuz. Yeah. And I never felt, damn. even even with Black's career being where it is, I never felt like, damn, we missed out. Cause my thing was, if one of us get in that bitch, we all in yeah. that bitch. You know what Man, I'm saying? That and was like the biggest alley-oop, dog. Cause I, like, that's by 10, bro. By 10, rest in peace by 10. Yes. That yes, was by 10, bro. Like dog, like somebody was, uh, it was either Leaf, if not Leaf, it might've Leaf been was there since Omar. Him and by 10 was there. This is before I even met o Omar, it, it before he started Leaf. managing um, Batin. Because the thing is, the crazy shit I remember Leaf saying before, like, like nigga, Batin wanted to sign y'all. Mm -hmm. I don't know where, but it was like, but it was because of the disc that we had, the orange, the orange. The orange one. Nigga, yep. I remember he bought the, uh, Milk bought the burner. 
the the, the CD burner, and and we burned all the nigga. Damn, you remember where we went? You remember where we went? We went to Cleveland. No, before that. That one in Cleveland. We went to the fucking Spit Kicker show, bro. Talib Kweli, Biz Markie, De La Soul. It was the uh nah nah it was it was common quality common quality and floor trees and floor tree. yeah yeah you right quality yep. right it was handing out the CDs or whatever yeah yep. damn dog that's crazy then that's we went crazy. to Ohio yeah that, man you know what I'm saying that's yep. crazy and, and, but Batien had a vision in his mind he was trying to fuck with all the underdogs which was yeah. us ten speed and brown shoe and that was the meeting I told you he introduced me to Doc. And Leaf would be with him all the fucking time. And I was like, damn, I've been seeing this dude at St. Andrews. And from then, it was a, it was history. But all the while, see, Detroit got this high school thing where it's the popular niggas mm. and then it's the underground niggas who mm. don't nobody day. fuck with it, even if they dope. If you ain't affiliated with somebody who got a name, niggas ain't really fucking with you. Mm. So... I always had my foot in both sides. I was cool with the the popular niggas, yeah. but my heart was with the underdog niggas. Yep. And Batin was the same way. He was slum, man. But he like, man, niggas be shitting on y'all. Niggas this be shitting on y'all. This around the time, like where they like peak. You know what I'm saying? Like this, yeah. this pre Detroit Daily, like the tainted video out and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Prime example. Funny you say that. Remember Batin's uh. Verse from Tainted yeah. Oh yeah. And the video. Yep. He was saying what a lot of niggas be trying to say about the industry now. Yeah. Yep. Back then. Mm hmm You know what I'm saying? And I, I find it funny I encourage that everybody to go back and listen to that shit, man. Like me he, too. He spoke the future because what and that's what I was trying to tell you when I when originally when I said you ever wrote a song and that came, predicted yeah. your life. Right. Batin said some shit on Trinity album too on this song called Get Live. It's a lot of people didn't know what he was saying, but um that's the I'll let y'all go back and listen to it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And his life went downhill after that. Man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna go too deep into that, but yeah, it is it is some bullshit. Man. Um, how you know he, he, he was like the David Ruffin of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Neo Soul Batin is the pillar of that shit. I don't know if Erica Badu or everybody else would like to give him props, but when it comes to Nag Champa incense no. and wrapping nah, your hair and black crystals, that was about 10, bro. Monet just joined. What's going on, What cuz? up, cuz? Congrats, congrats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, about to have a big head baby. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, uh, but man, I was just listening to, uh, to uh, DJ K Fresh, his podcast, Renaissance Soul Podcast. He had, uh, he had Rio on there. Mario was on there. Mario oh, was that's saying fam. exactly what you were saying about 10, dog. He was just saying that like he ushered in a lot. Of what we see now with the, with the neo soul, the hair after sage, yeah, man, because that was our stuff. life. It wasn't no trend. It was, was our wild. life. He said he still gave you a dab of Detroit nigga because he still had the, he still had the yays on. He still had the, he he had the sticks on on, on the trend. If niggas go look at the Trinity album cover, like by ten on there with the sticks on, duh, with with the hair, for right real. Though. That shit is crazy. For real, man. crazy shit is like uh, I just found out recently. This is off the off the subject, but. I called Black like, yo, you know when uh, Dilla first made Fuck the Police? He like, when? I was like, nigga, I got an arrest record from Dilla over here, bro. He got a gun charge and shit. He like, no, that wasn't Fuck the Police. He was like, nigga, that's back from volume one. When he was like, I caught a case and I still hold still. I was like, yo, them niggas, 
So that they was crazy. making man hip hop shit, but you gotta mm -hmm. remember he from Conan Gardens. Yeah, niggas was still from the streets. At the niggas that's was still from the streets. That's, I hate when when uh, people be like, you know, like Slum is Neo Soul or Dilla is Neo Soul. No, like, them niggas, niggas is from the hood. <laughs> like they first single was uh, they first single like the official single was talking about a threesome. Yeah, <laughs> like, for real. Like, yeah, man. Damn, I think dog, that's, like, what, that's what that's uh, what because you know at the end of the day that's what raised us slum. Um, I got to mm -hmm. give props to Z because I wouldn't have never known about Slum Village if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Z. He was already on yeah, Barack man. Records back in the days. Okay. Um, they, you know, yeah, they was trying to was start a kid RJ, group. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Him, and, yeah. him and him uh, and little RJ and um his brother and two other members. Okay. Um, this was back when RJ had a lot of people don't know this. He had Madball and Uzi. Um, remember, pick it up, pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. See, they I didn't was know on Barack. Okay. They was on Barack. Wow. Yeah, Madball and Uzi used to be with. Um, Luke, Luther Campbell, two live crew. Okay. But they came to um, Barack. And around this time, it was just T3 and JD. Wow. By 10 was Elwo. No, shout out the last ones out. Because okay. I remember, you remember we used to always play last ones out. That. Yeah, yeah. See, last ones out were like, they were, they were the niggas that, man, they did that shit. Yeah. But because everyone was on that, like I say, what it was up, a popularity Mark? thing. They got more of the shine. But Elwo was the niggas that, man, whoever you named, they was affiliated with Elwo. Okay. House Shoe, nigga. Damn. Swing. I remember Everybody that. was yeah. fucking Elwo. Shout out to House Shoes. Yeah, I got to get him one here, man. Let him. <laughs> yeah, they. Dang, man. That's shit, man. You yeah, that's that's stuff, history, dog. bro. But that's that's, <laughs> that's the shit I grew up man, seeing. Man, don't be on here. He's like, hey, hey, Alex. Alex. <laughs> 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 that's, that's my man. guy right there dog man. that's what like like honestly i learned from the younger cast in this music shit and i think that's the difference of you know how people try to separate it old head yeah. young head shit if you could find that balance of the history i'm speaking on now and then the business savvy of the younger dudes yeah we realize like we don't really know industry really like you were saying mm -hmm. before if you got a budget of a million dollars I just was telling everybody earlier, well, I made a post earlier about it's not never that you don't have the money. You just don't know how to use the resources that you have. Man. And that goes for me. I never call motherfuckers. I got I I remember um kicking it with Diamond D mm -hmm. and having his contact and never calling him. For those who don't know who Diamond D is, that's digging in the crates. Yeah, One of the why, original. Why do you, you think know what it's saying? like that though? Like people had a resource, like nah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna buy this. I ain't gonna fuck with them. Because niggas like, be scared to hear a no, just like in any business. You you yeah. be scared to hear if you hear a no, it's disappointing. Like especially if it's from somebody you really respect or yeah. you want to work with, and they be like, nah. It could have just been no for that moment. Right. But we take that no as forever. They don't say and then we we'll start trying to create yeah, our own you lane. Say no. Yeah. yeah and so crazy. you start trying to create your own lane. But like my brother told me a long time ago, you can't lift nothing with one finger. You right. need more than one finger to make a hand. So mm -hmm. find, find you some dudes and build you a network. Man. And when those cats see what y'all doing, they going to come to you. You ain't got to eat at their table. But That's it took really me 40 years to realize that shit. As opposed to younger dudes, they learn from our mistakes. Early on. Yeah, and they yeah. already making it move. Yeah, man. You know?
That's man, they, that's that you just kind of recapping that though. It made me think of the events like, damn, that that really did happen. Like, just the it whole really thing. did fucking happen. I, I forgot all about that CD, like, magic. Uh, like the CD that took you know what I'm saying? Because I remember, bro, the shit was magical, bro. Because, like, I remember at that time, but no, see, that was early. That wasn't even that wasn't even in 2001. I was about to say when we was at Summer Jams, like, we was down at Summer Jams or whatever, and I remember we was handing out the demos then. You Word up. And then after that, that's when y'all went on tour and it was like, shh, and the rest is just like history from there, dog. Cause I remember, I remember, uh, I remember Black coming from, um, I think he was on tour. I think this around the time BR Gunn was touring. And I Burn. remember he came and he was like, yeah, man, I'm gonna just do some, uh, some solo shit. And I'm like, what? Cause the, my, my, I'm, you know, I'm still a teenager at this time. So, and, uh, when he said that, this was like, no, I might have been like 19. Yeah, I, mean, I was like 19. I remember this, and then I used to saying that he's gonna um, he's gonna do something solo, and I was like, wait a minute, like what? Like what about the whole thing? You know, be our gun and whatnot. He just he had his mind made up. He was I was proud it. of him for that moment. This was around cause... the time he was doing Sound of the City. Word. Like, That's one of my favorite albums, bro. So like, so like it's it's like, man, how you gonna? Man, we sat there and watched him. Me and my, <laughs> we we saw him like literally like had the art he ended up getting uh getting rio shout out to mario to get the cover art done uh i remember him like literally mixing the tracks down i forgot where he took it to, uh it might have been shit it might have been uh studio a yeah i want to say studio a or whatever uh what was it? it was my man's name tommy i think mm -hmm. to get it done to get it mastered but i, I think i think i could be it wasn't the, the disc could it bugging. could be the disc but it, i don't think it was the disc i think it was studio a but i remember him just getting the, the joints mixed uh and another the crazy shit is it was like damn you know we didn't know what to expect we knew the shit was dope but then from there it just was like bro out of there. you know uh, speaking of resources this is what i love about our family it, it's kind of a gift and a curse with our family we got so much talent in our on our own, just us, our family, yeah. right? But we don't fuck with each other, not in a bad way. Not in a bad way, because if some no, shit we... go down, we all you, you remember me? You talked about this. Yeah. But the thing was, instead of Black being like, "Yo, I, I'm gonna produce your album," or "I want you to rap on one of my projects," I had to think about this because I remember my wife asked me one time, like, "Why Black never got you on the track?" or blah blah blah. And at first, yeah, I was like, "Damn." Quick. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking dope. Why? I mean, rap on shit. But I thought about, I was like, the nigga threw me plenty of alley oops. Yeah. Just like he threw you alley oops. Like the sound of the city. I'm on the first joint. I'm on sound of the city. Uh, broken wax. Broken. All three of them. Uh, the first three. And popular demand. No, nah, and the setup. And the setup. Oh, and the setup. Yeah, yeah you on the setup, setup too. Sleep But album, every, bro. every album he mentioned me or gave me props or gave me a shout, and it was like I never took it and ran with it because. Just like most Detroit niggas, I get, I ain't gonna say mo all, but most Detroit niggas, we be feeling like, oh, that's fake. I don't wanna ride that nigga coattail. I don't wanna ride that nigga way. Yeah. But it's like, that's family, nigga. What you talking about? But still, you know, having that mentality of, yeah. I'm gonna do it my own way. My whole thing was you know? just, just getting better. That was my whole thing. I was like, man, because I, I think what it was, you said something that struck like years back. I remember I said to Ryan, he was like, man, that's whack. <laughs> I said that? Yeah. So Damn. it was like, it was, but it was, like, in retrospect, looking back at it. But that was cool, though, because, man, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that gas niggas and tell them, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you nice, you nice, you know what I'm saying? And it really don't be. So I'm like, I think, yeah, I think I that used to be my, my thing with Z, because that was, like, my mans. 
And I didn't know how to tell him sometimes, like, don't say that. Somebody already said that. Man, you know how you take you a line to. from a nigga? Mm. Z would do that shit, like, a lot. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like, no, Batin just said that. Like, but, you gotta, the... but you got to do it because, like, yeah. like, you would say some shit was whack. Black would say some shit was whack. And it shit, even even my like when you would be around, like nah, man, we nah, my to make a face, yeah, out the room. But yeah. it's like damn, back then it was like oh man, they clowning me, but but that helped because look at us now, like niggas is like niggas can spit, you know what I'm saying? Like we just like you know what I'm saying? Like even when I, don't, I, came I honestly it, it was like like damn, when cats like, find out we family, like, they really feel like like we a force, and that's all I ever wanted cats to see was like yeah. from your brother to Sleepy. From my black me, Ra, Harry, whatever genre niggas want to take it to. Um, Chris and Kevin. I was you know whack at one point, my man. Go listen to my real life verse is, is whack, dog. That shit is it wasn't. Sweet. It wasn't <laughs> whack. It was balanced. My real life balance. verse is trash on there, dog. Compared to like what I how I rap now, like my uh my real life verse is terrible. <laughs> my on there, petty. But you know what it sound like to me? It sound like like I said before, it sounded like you were still finding yourself in yeah. it, finding your voice in it. Yeah. Now when I listen to you, you can hear the confidence in your breath control and how you saying yeah. shit, the content of what you're writing about. Mm-hmm. Back then, like I mean, all of us, we was young. So you gotta think, I hit the streets early. I was and plus, I was influenced like, by a lot of shit. <laughs> Yep. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of shit I was influenced by, it was real life shit. So even now, to this day, when I write some shit, you know, we come from an era where it was like, niggas be like, you got to be living your raps. You can't rap about shooting a nigga. But but it's like, nigga, I got family members that done all of this shit. So even if I didn't do it, I experienced it. So you could write it right from whatever place. So it was easy for me. I I Growing up in this shit since the eighties, and not a diss to you or or blacking them, but jumping off the porch early, mm-hmm. it gave me insight to what I already wanted to talk about. Yeah, if that makes sense. And plus, being a weirdo anyway, like being able to extract something from movies and make my own synopsis of it, and write. You know what I mean? Like I can watch Kill Bill and write a song about the shit, and it won't be. You won't be scene for scene yeah, writing the a movie. A breakdown, literally. Yeah, a breakdown right. of how you see it. You yeah, know what right. I mean? And that and that also goes back to the shit we was reading back then, the shit we was studying. Because yeah, it altered your mind to function. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, that, you know, in hip hop, you had to know something, man. Yeah. You had to have some kind of knowledge to you. You couldn't just be a nigga like it's just like to this day, I don't like Christian rappers. I don't like Muslim. I don't like religious rappers. I don't like spiritual rappers. What is it about that though? That's like it don't. To make it, it corny. The same. Yeah, it's like it don't. Because it, it's like you, it's like you trying to impose. Mm. You could, you could. Let's let me see somebody who. Most Def. Mm. A lot of people didn't know Most Def was Muslim, but it, the way he carried himself, his demeanor. And the content of what he write yeah, about. Lecrae is it, nice. Lecrae is nice, but I think with Lecrae, like he don't, um, he don't, uh, he don't always claim to be. He he says he's not a Christian rapper. He'll tell you like, no, don't don't put me in that box. I'm not a Christian rapper. I think that's what it is with him. And do you think it's probably like how it was? Like, okay, for example, Kanye did Jesus Walks. We was like, oh yeah, this that shit was whack to me. 
You see, I thought you it was whack. I hated that shit. You thought it was nice shit. back then, but I'm I saying hated that shit. Compared to I now, I hated the beat. I hated where, the rap. <laughs> where he compared to now, like where he um, where Kanye forcing it. You know what I'm saying? Like this is my, oh, my gospel album. That shit trash. You get what I'm saying? Like it's different comparing that to Jesus Walks. It's like Jesus Walk was just a record that we thought was just like this is to us. We thought it was dope, but I'm saying like compared to now, where it's like. Yo, I'm literally putting out a gospel album. It's like it's different. It was like, oh man, it looks whack now that you you forcing it. Man, you know that shit man? corny as hell. I even think I like Chance when he doing other shit. I don't like Chance the rapper when he trying to be. You know what I mean? It, I, I know his background, so I know it's there. Um, I, and plus, I'm from an era where hip hop was heavenly Zulu Nation influenced. Yeah. So you have five percenters. You had a lot of Islamic background, and I was biased. I, I can't front. I was biased. Um, I might tend to fuck with a cat to be like, Allah, as opposed to a cat to say some other shit. Like, prime example, remember CNN, first album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Component Noriega? When he like, um, Buster Rhymes was quoting that rhyme on Drink Channel. When he like, yo, Allah, bar, some, some, it's like how you do it. Like, I like niggas who can talk about real life shit. But still, you could tell they have a spiritual influence. Mm -hmm. Not just straight, like, you going straight into this. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not knocking nobody. I'm saying for me, I don't You don't like, like where it feel like it's being sold, like, to yeah. you, like, where it's marketed, in, in a sense? Yeah, I, I just don't like the vibe of it. Like, I don't, I've never liked religious institutions. I don't like walking in those kind of buildings. I yeah, just Kanye, don't like the vibe. Kanye's like, choir is pretty dope. I will say that. But I don't I think, like none of I that shit. Him just kind of forcing, like, listen, this is my, this is my Jesus record. Like, I don't know, it's weird compared. To, I like, put it Jesus to you thought. like this: you know how this new age spiritual shit, everybody mm. want to be woke or some shit. Mm. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? That? Like, cause it's it's. Uh, I I don't know. It's just I'm funny like but that. But ain't a good I'm thing. Weird. Like, or do you do you feel like it's like more a cliche? It's a cliche, like, bro. Okay. It's a cliche to me. And I'm saying to me, because I don't want nobody to think that overall that if somebody has dropped something positive, mm. I'm like, oh, fuck that positive shit. I'm all for positivity. Yeah. But there has to be a way you, you get that shit in there. The you know what I mean? They said the newly fake woke. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Because if you woke, you woke. It don't yeah. matter what you do. You could be a fucking mechanic. People will see it. You ain't got to really announce it. Yeah, you don't have to announce yeah. that shit. You don't got to wear dashikis everywhere. You ain't got to grow a big-ass beard. and It's costume. You know, a lot of this shit be costume. And I had to realize that for myself. Like, cats that I looked up to in the industry that I thought was these spiritual niggas, man, they was assholes in real life. What three and sex they, phase, everybody with dress for the cause, like whatever. On yeah, the yeah. These niggas be trying to sleep with everything they can sleep with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it, but at the same time, they using the the conscious talk to get the women, like peace queen. Yeah, you a mm -hmm. queen. Hey sister. And then once they get her, the nigga come out. You know what I'm saying? My thing is like be you all the time. Be you all the time. If that's you, people can yeah. only respect it or reject it. Yeah, man. But listen, man, I'm, I'm glad you took the time to really just be able to just, because like I said, I hit you last minute, like, hey, dog, I'm going to try this live shit out for the podcast. You're like, I'm free. I'm like, bet. So it turned out pretty good, man. I appreciate you jumping on. I got to get more. Maj, you got to get on here, man. Watch my say something silly. Like, man, my, like, my got to do that. My the goat right now.
Yeah, man. You got to get on here, my. He said, I hate when niggas use Queen. I, I still it. use I like it. it. I still like, use but it. Y'all been but... using it, though. Like, it's been normal, like, for y'all to use it. Like, I'm, he talking about, like, now. Like, the, like when they said the newly fake woke, like, it's weird now. It's, like, it's oh, corny now. Queens. <laughs> and then, and then at the same time, it's like, <laughs> there's something to come along with it. Yeah. You know how people be like, respect King, respect King. Or oh, yeah, even back weird. in the days, it's like it depends on who it's coming from, dog. Like, don't, yeah, it, dep it definitely depends. If on If I don't know you, from. fuck with you like that. Don't call me king. Like, if I don't know you, like, if I don't know you, yeah, we don't, it, we don't, it, we don't it, got that rapport. Like, dog, it makes me that. feel <laughs> weird. You know what I'm saying? Or when yeah. dudes be like, "What's up, my baby? Oh, what's up, my baby?" It's like, man, I've been I in some weird situations. It is, but I've been in some weird situations. Like I was telling Black, nigga was letting me hear a fucking uh song, and um, he like, ooh. Oh, that's nasty. And I'm like, nigga, the way you, <laughs> the way your energy feel, dog, the way your energy feel, that shit feel mad weird, dog. <laughs> so if you turn around and be like, what's up, my baby? And then you like, ooh, it's like, it's some wild shit going on these days, bro. It's like, I don't know what niggas be on. So it's like, just keep it, just keep it regular. I like regular shit, bro. Man, that's funny like, to say. Ooh, that's nasty. Man, you know how niggas be. It's like it's a it's a brotherhood, but some dudes take brotherhood so far. Yeah. And me being an introvert, I think anybody who gets too close to me, I get weird. Yeah. If you ain't my family, like yeah. yeah, I'm such an introvert that when I'm in a crowd and I see dudes interacting, I automatically be ready to get the fuck on. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't funny. relate. So let me go in, go <laughs> for real. Anybody will tell you if they ever seen me in a function, they probably only <laughs> seen me ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah, I'm out, bro. I don't, I don't chill too long because I'm my Word. my fucking anxiety kick in and it'd be like uh, no, I, I don't belong that. here. I, I gotta go. I got instinct. that shit bad. Like prime example before you go, I know you gotta go. I'm gonna say this shit. You know what I feel kept me from really fucking with this shit like that? What's that? I had to realize I'm not ready to perform in front of people, bro. Oh, that ain't. I mean, no, seriously, my anxiety. I told, because I remember Z was like, why do you stand in one place when you on stage? I'm like, bro, I don't like people looking at me. I was like, I feel really weird when people staring at me and shit, where it's like, I'll be ready to get off stage, bro. I'll be Man, fucking up weird. words like, and ready to hurry up and get that perform, shit over performing with. Performing was a part that easily, I easily got used to. It's, I think it's just the like, I don't know the industry shit with like just the the weird shit that hap that that we hear happen in the industry. I think that's what I oh man I don't know about that though. I don't know but you can I, see why drugs is a is a major part of a lot of these niggas too. That weird, you know, what I'm saying? because like, they don't know how to be without it. And yeah. I can honestly say that's how it, it is with me. Like you get me to a place and they like yeah we got to perform. I'm like yo I need to hit the L first. Mm. And okay. the fact is this is your job. You don't need a blunt to go smoke and cook. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But with performing, it's like I'm, I got to get myself in the right headspace. Ma just said drinking to fucking on stage. That's weird because, like, at shows, I would, like, hey, let me get let me get. Yeah, you get a little shot. Yeah. Then your throat get, get all scratchy and shit, pause. But it'd be like, like oh, shit, yeah. why I do that? Yeah, that's man, that's the so. main thing. It's like you got to mentally prepare for it, and a lot of people need advices. Nah, I'd probably be all right. Know? I'd probably drink some water or some shit and be all right. Well, I'm good. Bro, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna have to do it, especially now. With the age of social media and people mm. gonna recording that shit, posting yeah. it places. Oh man, I'ma feel even you know what I'm saying? It's like dog, nigga got you on YouTube. Yeah. You know, I, I you gotta pass. Mm. 
-hmm. It might be an old chick you fucked over and her brother want to get at you. And he's like, oh, that's that nigga right there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You're vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, you're vulnerable (laughs) now. And that's what a lot of cats, especially now in this age, that's why a lot of rappers are, it's it's dangerous to be a rapper right now. That's why I I ain't really, like I told you, I said, it's my first time really just even trying to do the podcast live. Like, I just know it's easier with everybody having Instagram. Like, all right, look, we just do it on the gram or whatever. Where's the post? I ain't, I ain't really just into just picking up my phone. Just like, let me press video and, and do some shit. TikTok, you know what I'm saying? That's just weird to me, though. I don't know. No, nah, this shit right here is age. dope. It's just like, mm-hmm. But this is cool, you know what I'm saying? Just having a conversation or whatever. That's all. If I talk to people that I know, it don't feel like it's, it's IG live or nothing. But me just picking it up, just pressing, yeah, y'all, so y'all know what it is. You know what I'm saying? That shit's just weird to me, though. I don't know what to do that. I, don't know I, I do I it just, sometimes, like because it's like I if, do this. What you know this what right here? Yeah, I do this. Or when I see you do it, it's like you talking about something that. Yeah. That's some or or comedy, shit. like my 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 um, like I'm working on new comedy shit, like because Kevin Hart gave me this show. That you as a person, though. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. We know you exactly. We see you like man, this nigga act silly or whatever. Or if you just kicking some game, we know that's you in real life. But me, mm-hmm. I don't know to hit that button. And just be like, like, like my say, just talk to the screen. Like, yo, let me talk to the screen and, and just try to be comfortable. It's just weird, man. I don't know. But like I said, I could do this and like communicate with people. Like, yeah, so what's going on? Or where we just, like, how we just talking about regular shit right now? But just like, I don't know, just really just putting it on just to be. You know what I'm doing not, when I do that I shit? Know, it's weird. And I'm going to get us a jewel and, and I'm going to let you go. It's planting seeds. Yeah. Because let's say if you got, um, over 2,000 followers, I ain't got that many, but let's say like you got X amount of followers. Um, you planting seeds every time they see your, because people want to see shit. Like this yeah. podcast shit is the greatest shit. It's one thing to hear your music, but people want to see the stories that comes along mm-hmm. with, we in an age now where people want to know what the, what kind of food that nigga eat? Yeah. What, do, what do he smoke? What do he this? Because it's all intertwined now. Music, marketing, whatever. All and like I told you before, I may not have albums out or whatever, nothing like that, but me being confident in myself, I know I could be influential on the culture just being me. So when I record myself, I'm planting seeds of me being my own brand. Yeah. How I think, how I walk, how I talk, how I interact with my family. You never know. Motherfucker might want to do a, a Netflix show about your family yeah. or That'd about fatherhood, about any. But what I'm saying, the, the, the possibilities are endless mm-hmm. because of this, what you're doing right here, showing your face and interacting with people who will wonder what you look like. Might get a couple of model jobs out of it. Not saying that that's what niggas trying to do, but people may have that vision for you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They might see you and be like, oh, I can see him doing this. I can see him doing Word. this. So I look at it like everything you do now in this day and age, Bet on yourself. You are your brand. That means when you go into the store and niggas standing around, how you greet them niggas is going to determine how you can move around in that environment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you look timid and all of that shit, you might as well stay in the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you come out here, I've, I've had niggas be like, you from New York? And I think mm-hmm. it's because I'm influenced by hip-hop so much where it's like that. But I talk the way I talk. I don't be like, yo, son, and all that shit. And all that. This is how I've been talking. Yeah, that's what I'm but saying. Like you it attracts face. niggas. Yeah, it attracts niggas. D boys, you you name it. It attracts niggas. And I noticed, like, damn, I could use this to my advantage. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I that's why I say um if you could get comfortable with recording yourself every night again, be like, hey y'all, tune in, I'm gonna be doing this or victory out now. It makes a big ass difference than when you just put in a picture saying victory mm. out now. You know what I mean? Because it's like a meeting, bro. You gotta mm -hmm. go in there and shake that motherfucker's hand. You can't send somebody to, to represent you. Like you're just greeting people, like just yeah. Like, you know, you can't problem? send no other motherfucker to represent you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's real, they gonna man. They're gonna get an impression from somebody else and not you. We're gonna so, close it because I know I know they only give you like an hour in here, but man, let the people know where they can find you at uh, as far as social media. They can't find me. Fuck them. So I'm just playing. No, <laughs> Ox786, Ox786, underscore 786, um, Facebook. But pretty much, man, just be looking around. I don't know. I don't really try to. Yeah. I haven't really formatted how I'm going to have people look for me because I haven't found my niche yet. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So I got my hand in too many things. Ox underscore 786. Okay, you know I'm, I'm going to include that when I do the cover art and everything for this, too. But definitely appreciate it, cuz. And we're going to close out www.nametagalexander.com. Thank y'all for y'all that did tune yeah. in. Yeah, bullets, bullets. audio pretty soon. And we out. Peace. Peace.